college football. The ball's afoot. Yes. Just like Nebraska being in the news for something not good, we are back, <laughs> baby, and with a vengeance. It never, it never fails. It never no, fails. No, it does not. We just about got to the first game without any issues. Um. <laughs> You knew that wasn't going to happen. Come on now. Yeah, I know, unfortunately. Um, yep. So obviously, uh, if you have, if, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know who I am, Zach, aka Pudgy, and with me, the incomparable, always wonderful. Yeah, and rule breaking, you know, because I got to follow Nebraska. You know, the fridge. <laughs> you can call me, you can call me Spencer. Um, so yeah, let's just go ahead and start off with that nonsense. Before you, uh, before you get into it though, your, your boy from Penn State, Will Levis. Did, did yeah. you see what happened? No, what happened? Did you die? He's, no, he's gonna be the starter at Kentucky. Oh. He was named the starter. Well, yeah, that's because of uh, the starting quarterback got injured. Well, he still was named the starter. Yeah. And the guy who uh, used to, I think he used to be the starter at uh, Kentucky, transferred to New Mexico. You know, he's the starter over there. Yeah. So Kentucky is the country. Yes, yes, they're in college football now. They're yeah. team one hundred and like eight billion thirty. Um, but yeah, so fuck Will Levis as well. Um, <laughs> so, so we'll go ahead and get started. Um, obviously, you have the floor. You, sir. you have the floor. <laughs> if you did not hear uh, the report by Brett, Brett Murphy. AKA Mr. used to be with the stadium, but apparently he's now with the Action Network, which is a gambling website, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, obviously the University of Nebraska and its football program and coach Scott Frost are under NCAA investigations for improper use of analysts and consultants during practices and games. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Brett McMurphy wanted to also throw down the hammer saying that also, uh, when NCAA prohibited though any organized activities because of pandemic, Nebraska had some workouts in an undisclosed off-campus location to avoid detection by non-football school officials. Yep. As you know, and they, and they said so horrible. Knew that they were breaking the rules. Yep. Um, I mean, to be honest, nobody gives a fucking rat's ass. Um, I certainly don't. I mean, it's practice. We're not talking about rape. We're not talking about molestation. Talk we're about not talking facts. about. We're not talking about somebody, uh, you know, stealing money from a children's hospital. I'm looking at you, LSU, getting handed money on the field. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, <laughs> not uh, selling memorabilia for, for or trading memorabilia for tattoos. Um, hey, that's legal now. Okay. Yeah. Now. Um, but yeah, so obviously something Nebraska is getting drugged through the mud about, and obviously some Nebraska media are also doing their negative Nancy nonsense bullshit as well. Um, which led me honestly in, um, in the entire thing, um, Bo Pelini had a podcast with, uh, with Will Compton on busting with the boys, Mm -hmm. uh, which gave in some good insight um and i mean i honestly think he was right the me- the media in nebraska is also it's is nebraska's 
one of Nebraska's worst enemies. Well, yeah. If you have an agenda against somebody in the in the conference, I mean in the in the school, they'll let it be known. And then also mm-hmm. with Stephen M. Simple's article today as well, he's talking about that you know somebody inside Memorial State State Memorial Stadium has to have has to have it out for Scott Frost for this to have happened. Like, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you're, you're not wrong on that assessment. I mean, that's the reason it gets brought out is because somebody found out about it and, you know, for one reason or another, didn't like the guy, had something against him, had something against Nebraska, whatever the case is, and they they let it out, and now it's in the media. So, Because uh, I doubt a media person would have found it out directly. Yeah. You know, he had to get it from a source and everything like that. Because if any person finds out, that would have got out right away. You know, that wouldn't have stopped any. You know, that it would have stopped right then and there. But for it to be out now, somebody got pissed off about something recently that you know they were they were probably fine with before, mm-hmm. but they felt they got screwed over, and now it, it's it gets leaked, and and now Nebraska's got to deal with this bullshit. You know, ten days before the first game. So. Yep. Uh, 10 days. Um, and that's interesting. Uh, and, uh, lest we forget the last time Nebraska was in the news for any violations, it was over, uh, football players using scholarship money for the recommended books in a syllabus. That was the last time. And that one was Tom Osborne was the athletic director. So, uh, if history shows any indication of what the NCAA is going to do, Nebraska is going to get the death penalty because it wasn't dealing with rape or molestation. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, jeez. Let, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they showed that those things don't matter by letting Penn State off the hook early. And uh, also, obviously, not doing anything in regards to the rape allegations and sexual assault at uh, Baylor. So Or Michigan. Or Michigan, yeah. And then Michigan State with the shit with the, uh, with Larry Nasser, the uh, gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't be in the Big Ten if you don't have a scandal, apparently. I mean, I mean, Iowa, <laughs> they had theirs last year too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yep. <laughs> and if you want to, if you, oh no, if you want to be good in the Big Ten, yeah. you need the scandal. So, that's a promising sign. That means the brass yeah. is gonna, you know, win the win the league this year. Yep, we're winning. So we the, we're, we're winning the league. Yep. You know, you look at Ohio State. You know? Yep. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, it it could happen because it's the NCAA. Who the fuck knows what their thought process is mm-hmm. at the time? But I think it'll probably come down to, you know, rec- like recruiting limitations, losing a scholarship or two mm-hmm. or something like that. Um. I mean, if they really come down with a harsh penalty, it just makes themselves look that much more stupid than they already do, more more dumb, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I, I, they're they're, they're going to do something because they have to, in a sense, because you know if it is true Nebraska broke the rules, even though it really doesn't fucking matter because of the circumstances, they're gonna they got to do something to enforce it if they're going to enforce it. Because if they don't do anything. You know, if it's proven true, then, you know, then what, and then, it, and then they look even worse, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, the, Nebraska is either, it's going to get proven true and they're going to get kind of made an example, or, you know, the NCAA hopefully does a good job investigating, finds out there's really nothing there, and it, go, it goes away. So. 
I mean, to be honest, I'm just over it. Like, I we need to go out there and we need to uh, blow the hell out of Illinois, mm-hmm. and it needs to happen because <sighs> I'm just sick of all of this bullshit. <laughs> like, pretty much. Pretty I'm just much. ready but, for the football games. Yeah, I think that's what is more irritating. It's like uh, we're so close, and instead of you know. Watching the game and everything else, we just we have this fun stuff that's you know making top headlines all over the uh-huh. place. So yeah, it's just no, it's not great to deal with, but it's it's kind of it's how it goes. So yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, One thing I haven't seen though is if any Nebraska player signed any. Uh, uh, like sponsorship deals or anything. Uh, well, I know Senior volleyball team? has. Lexi Sun oh, yeah. is par- partnered with uh, Borsheim's. Uh, yep. So that's nice I, for her. Uh, Adrian Martinez d- has done something with degree deodorant. Um, is he really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of guys are setting up their own shops and stuff like. Cam Taylor Britt has his own uh, store. Same with Damian Jackson. Same with uh, uh, Cam Jurgens, his beef jerky uh, nice. line. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the offensive line was seen wearing a, a Yo Muchacho shirts, which is a Mexican restaurant down in uh, Lincoln. Uh, okay. Uh, supposedly supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I don't, has uh, anyone, so I, I've seen some stuff about it, but has Runza signed with anybody? Cause obviously like. Yeah, uh, not, yeah, not that I've seen. I could see um, Runza and Valentino is just going crazy with the players yeah. and sponsorships that way. As much as they do, uh, sponsors or work with Nebraska in general, so. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Alabama's, the Quincy McKinstry, whose nickname mm-hmm. is Kool-Aid, is now, has signed a deal with kool-aid so they switched names on twitter today nice so um that's good for him the potential it could be the number one pick in next year's draft uh the defensive end from oregon signed with united airlines so that's a pretty big yeah. deal that's it's it's interesting to watch some of these big deals come down as these uh sponsors try to lock down these players before they get going in the draft portion and stuff and then um no, it's it, we could see some uh, just ridiculous money agreements coming out of this as as this grows. So, but at some point, I'm sure the NCAA is going to step in. Like, it's too yeah. much money, you know. We gotta we gotta limit this. So uh, that is if they don't get uh, kicked out first or stopped. Um. Uh, I don't think it's going to stop um, because. Uh, there's the essentially the federal government has basically said they need to allow this. This, this yeah. needs to be a thing. It's bullshit. What you? I mean, I'm do. talking about so. them going going away. The NCAA being shut down. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I I think uh, which we haven't. Um, I think if Texas, Oklahoma, they get moved and the alliance that we'll probably get into here in a little bit comes to fruition, then maybe something after that could happen with the NCAA. So, uh, uh, what is it? The Big Ten, 
the Pac-12 and ACC. Yeah, trying to Talking set up a, like some sort of alliance. Um, also, whatever uh, the fuck that means at this point. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, uh, Ole Miss uh, quarterback um, has a uh, has an appearance fee of ten thousand dollars to do anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that might go. work out really well down down that where he's at and stuff. Because um, <laughs> I'm sure, like the big schools like that in ACC, they're gonna use those kids or a little, you know commercials or you know come down and you can get this kid's autograph or something like we'll probably see that Mm -hmm. maybe on like sundays or something sundays or mondays yeah which is weird they didn't have a fee or anything for fan day this year either uh which is interesting uh Uh, or have any rules about it but yeah well my guess is that's a that since it's a college thing there's a little difference with it now that could change down the road as people understand the rules better and get a better grasp. But at the same time, that's going to piss off more fans than worth it, yeah. too. Oh, people, uh, like it's, it's a family thing. They go down there. For, uh, it's for the kids, you know. And it's it's the, the school schedules. It. It's not somebody else doing it and saying, hey, can you show up to this event? Yeah. Um, also, speaking of Runza, Austin Allen, back on July 1st, uh, has a uh, had an ad showing say if you know me at all you know I love reward apps do something smart with your smartphone download the at runs of restaurants app to start earning rewards and there it so, begins <laughs> yeah. oh uh, Jamari Butler um uh has one too with Runza I know there was a lot with uh um GoPuff which is like a delivery service or something uh, to hmm. okay. that first day. Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to watch the like commercials come out during this year. Um, like when they're on some of the local channels, I don't know if it'll be on yeah. Big Ten Network unless there's a like a kind of a nationwide brand or something out there, and they have Nebraska. But mm-hmm. it gets like ABC or Fox or something like that. Maybe we'll get some of those commercials mm-hmm. with some of the players. So, yeah. Um, so interesting deal for Texas A&M to Theodore Orstrom. You know, sounds like a hockey player. He is uh, committed to Texas A&M. He's the number two tight end in the recruiting class for 2023. And he's never played football in the U.S. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's top. He's 86 overall as a recruit. That's ridiculous. You've ne- you've never played. Um, football in the U.S. and you know you're arguably one of the the best players in the recruiting class across the con- across the world basically at this point. So I don't he's got to be one of the higher recruited players outside the U.S. ever. Yeah, that so, is. He sounds like he'd be a beast. He's six six two fifty at tight end, and if he has if he can run, if he can move, and everything like that, like I. Good luck slowing him down. So, all right. So uh, we do have um, some college football to go over. <laughs> um, we got to I mean, go through. I mean, what? that's kind of what we were doing. What? I oh, said yeah. that's kind of what we were doing. Damn. Yeah. So, Bite my our freaking uh, head off, bro. 
we have um, our predictions for uh, Pac-12 this upcoming season. You know, the wonderful Pac-12 playing four games last year because they're fucking stupid as bitches. Oh, no, or maybe it was six. I don't even fucking know. Um, um, let's, let's go to 2020. you got to look at the records. Well, Washington was 3-1 and one last year. It was a, it was potentially six games. Uh, yeah. No, seven. seven Unless you games. had eight. Uh, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, they could have played seven because <laughs> Oregon State was two and five, and uh, UCLA was three and four. Unless they have eight. I mean, the way it goes over in like California and everything, it's possible. Not impossible, but possible. Mm-hmm. But, um, we're kind of figuring out, do we have another conference we want to go over? After the big Pac-12? Yeah, we haven't even got through the Pac-12 yet. You already said nobody cares about the Pac-12, so. <laughs> well, we have, it's a Power Power 5 whatever conference, so we have to. But you've already said nobody cares, so we can, yeah, well, we'll, we can look ahead and overlook the Pac-12. So, then the other one I was thinking would be the AAC. <laughs> okay. know, the other crappy conference out of here. The American Athletic Conference? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. The one with Cincinnati, you know, the team that would have Cincinnati. Cincinnati. True, true. <sighs> um, so, first well, off, let's back go to your go favorite conference. Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. Um, so, here's my predicted order of finish um, for the North. Uh... It's going to be Oregon, Washington, Washington State, Stanford, California, and Oregon State. Uh, Pac-12, I got U- – or the South. I got uh, USC, Utah, UCLA, ASU, Colorado, and Arizona. Put Arizona on the bottom. Um, interesting uh, non-conference games, I guess, going through here. You have uh, Washington traveling to Michigan, second week of the season. Um, Oregon traveling to uh, Ohio State. Stanford uh, playing Kansas State in Arlington. That's really weird. Yeah, that's very random. <laughs> and then they Just, play at... Who the freak cares about Kansas yeah. State? What the hell? Well, the fact that it's in Arlington is weird. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tryout for Kansas State so they can go to the Pac-12. Yeah, no, is. to the SEC. What are you talking about? Uh, no, they then, already said they're going to go to Pac-12. Yeah, and then Stanford is also traveling to Vanderbilt. Uh, Washington going everywhere. Yeah, Washington State has a really tough schedule. Uh, Utah State, Portland State. Um, they do host <laughs> BYU. <laughs> Gotta get those independents. Uh, California has Nevada traveling to Fort Worth to play TCU, and then Sacramento State. Oregon State. So I didn't know this, but uh, if you go to a game, at, if you play at Hawaii, you get a 13th game in the regular season. I had no idea that was a thing. Which is what? Really, yeah. Um, but Oregon State travels to Purdue, hosts Hawaii and Idaho. How does that work? I don't know. Um, confusing. Yeah. Okay. USC, uh, 
nobody really big until obviously except uh, they go to Notre Dame and host uh, BYU. No normal, yeah, the normal stuff. So. Utah travels to BYU obviously for their rivalry, um, and then other than that, oh, I mean, San Diego State too, I guess. It's the pretty normal. Pac-12 schedule, it feels like, with the non-conference games they play. UCLA does Hawaii, too, on Week 0, but they also host LSU. I I actually like UCLA in that game, to be honest. It's because you hate LSU, but... Well, well, maybe. Colorado's Colorado's playing uh, Texas A&M in Denver, so go Colorado for that one. Um, And then they they host Minnesota, too. Oh, you're, that's going to be your team this year, then. <laughs> yeah. And then, unfortunately, those Colorado are the Colorado is your team. How's it so, <laughs> horrible. Uh, <laughs> the only, I mean, gosh, like, the only contender, I think, for the Pac-12 to possibly make the playoff is, I got to say, is Oregon. Um, but, I don't know. <sighs> I mean, you don't, like, you don't have any. Any faith in USC? Uh, I mean, I do, but also, like, people hate Clay Helton so much, and I don't know why. Well, it's because he's not taking you, you know, USC to the playoff. Like, it's, I mean, it's, we haven't had, I will say Nebraska has not had the same amount of success as USC in recent years, but either way, they the fan base still demands yeah. Championships and the main playoffs, and if they don't yeah. get there, it's the same thing. Like, you know, you suck. We, we want somebody else. Let's, yeah. let's change this up. So here it is 10 and 3, 11 and 3, 5 and 7, 8 and 5, and then 5 and 1 last year. The only loss was in the Pac 12 championship game. Yep. Yep. And then 5 and 0 oh in the regular season. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 in US, uh, USC's got a chance. Um, I don't know who the – I can't remember the kid's name. I saw a clip. Uh, I, I think he's a tight end, I, I believe, but more of the, the pass-catching, uh, receiving tight end. Mm-hmm. Big mother trucker. And he – 6'5", 260? Yeah, yep. I think he broke like eight tackles on the one play. Like he caught basically a, a swing pass or a screen pass. And just, just broke through everybody and took it for probably 20, 25 yards that's and just true. powered through. So if, if that's, you know, a sign of things to come for USC, like there's, you know, give that kid the ball and let him do his thing, basically throw it to him for five yards and let him run and bowl people over. So, um, I mean, USC is, they're still going to be a, a solid team. They got a lot of returners. A lot of guys returning this year that they had last year, and they—I mean—they had a solid recruiting class again. So, some good, uh, um, some good freshmen coming in that might be able to contribute a little bit. So, who is uh, your, who is I guess who was your surprise team to win the, to win the Pac-12? Um, that based off the—I mean, not including the regulars. Yeah. Um. Like well, so, my. Division winners, I would probably go USC and Oregon as my my favorites. Um, I throw Utah with uh, 
I think Washington's overrated, so I, I think Stanford might be second place in the north. So Utah and Stanford up there. Um, I I mean Arizona State, like even and they're ranked this year, but they're you know they're coming a little bit under the radar in the Pac-12. I mean they're considered the fifth best team in the conference, but I think they could win it with Herm Edwards and what they showed last year. You know, like with the COVID situation and and just what Herm Edwards has been able to do, they have a pretty oh and those investigations. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But they got a a good quarterback and Jaden Daniels, um, who was you know he played all right as a freshman last year and he's gonna continue to grow um, this year. Um. So I, I think he could be a little bit of a dark horse of being one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. So that would be my my surprise pick to win the conference. Um, I think that right now I have him in third in the in their division, but uh, definitely they get a couple. You know, they win a, a key game against Oregon. You know, maybe maybe they lose one other game or something, but they beat because they should play. Oh, they don't play Oregon this year. What? Oh. Do they really not? Oh. Arizona State, they don't play Oregon? Well, they're in they the did. same division, aren't they? No, they're in the other division, but oh, I thought they played them yeah. this year. But I guess maybe it's – oh, it's Oregon State. Never mind. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well, it's in Oregon. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think USC is going to be like, – if they can beat USC, they're going to win that division. Yeah. yeah, that's obvious. I think, I think that's that's the game beginning of November. It's gonna basically probably decide, and in my eyes, who's gonna be the division winner. So, um, now um, they got who the heck is their first? Really quick, that? I do want to go ahead and Southern uh, Utah Thunderbirds. Ooh. Sorry, I do want to throw this in here real quick. Uh, Otani did just go ahead and hit his 40th career or 40th home run of the season. Yes, I know. So, uh, you're talking to a guy that's got him in two or three wow. fantasy leagues, bro. I already know yeah. this. No, you're good. So can you put him as – you can put them both as a pitcher and a player, right? Nope. Um, in Yahoo, they have a pitcher version and a hitter version. So there's two Otanis. Okay. And then in ESPN, you basically have to pick one or the other to play him in. You can play him as a pitcher. You can play him as a hitter. I and I have – how how your pitching staff looks, I guess. Well, it's it's not. I mean, and it's not just that really. It's um, it's a weekly lineup, and so I have it gets locked Ooh. when the first game of the week, and he he basically plays every day as a DH. You know, give or take a couple of days off, and it's with as much offensive output as he does. It's it's stupid not to start in there, because you're only gonna get. One game a week usually form as a starter for for pitching. So it's you know it sucks because he's a good pitcher because he went he went eight innings tonight six hits one run eight strikeouts. ERA is now two point seven nine on the season. Yeah, he's just a stud. So um, I gotta keep him for thirteen dollars next year. That's gonna be awesome. So uh, ale ale only format, so I got him really cheap. Oh, that is good. Now, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, my pick is, I guess, 
which is interesting, is UCLA. I just like what Chip Kelly is going to be doing this year. I like their quarterback, uh, Mr. Long-named Dorian Thompson Robinson Jr. <laughs> good job. Yeah, he's got some. He's got a crazy name, and he's 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 doing some good things uh, in the football of the world. Even uh, with their extra game. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I do have. Um, I also I just want to get this out there. Uh, I now officially have a new most liked tweet um, ever. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I tweeted out. Uh, so Bo Pelini was right about Nebraska about the Nebraska media. Dot dot dot. I have 188 likes. Nice. So oh, guess boy. who's gonna be spamming the podcast? That a boy. Good job. <laughs> I don't yeah. have Twitter, I mean, so it's really crazy how. How like I I just posted that to my own Twitter, which is weird. Like right. people must be searching Bo Pelini in Nebraska. Weird. I'm probably searching Nebraska. It's not Bo Pelini. Come on now. <laughs> Sorry, it's Bo Pelini. Got to get the four L's in there. Yeah, Bo Pelini making a comeback. They're gonna fire Scott Frost. Bo Pelini coming back. Let's go. I mean, hire him. Well, I don't even know if you want to hire him as the DC because Shenander's doing some good things too. Um, oh no! I, I there's no like no, you can't do no that. <laughs> like if he did, the only way he'd come back is head coach. Like there's no way he comes back as a DC. Yeah. Unless uh, Nebraska's just gonna play him, pay him an arm and a leg to do it. Yeah. Which so I don't see. So um, so the only really important thing we need to talk about is that uh, Cincinnati's gonna win the AAC probably. <laughs> Um, well, who, who's your pick to win the Pac-12 championship game? You got oh. your division winners. Uh, shit. Who did I pick? Uh, you picked Oregon and... U.S. US cut. Got it. Uh, yeah, Oregon I probably. Um, but they'll get snubbed because they lost to Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, well, I think... I think they're going to have a bad loss, too. It seems Oregon... Think- or Oregon seems to always have a bad loss, and I think their their bad loss could be UCLA in people's minds, which will boost their chance because it's at UCLA. Um, I think I think they'll beat Washington, even though it's at Washington. Um, I'm just ready for the season to start. I know, I know, I know. Um, watch oh, them lose. Who the heck is this? 189 likes. Oh Jesus Christ! Should I, I just? I'm kind of. I'm kind of tempted to just go ahead and just follow literally everybody who's liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be annoying? Uh, depending on who the people are, maybe. Because so I'm gonna, do, really I'm gonna do the <laughs> basic thing and be like, quote tweet, tweet it, and be like, "Oh my God, I wasn't expecting this to blow up." But anyways, here's my podcast. Go listen to it. Oh boy. Yep, and then we can start putting ads so we can start making some good money. Right. Quit our jobs, you know. Yep. Make this the primary. But. Yep. That's, that's um, so, what was uh, say? I'm going to go, like, I think the, I think the Oregon's going to have their bad loss. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say USC is going to win the conference. They're going to, they're going to go to, I don't think they'll get to the playoff. I think they'll go to the Rose Bowl. So. Okay. That is yeah. my that's my projection. Yeah, they're going to be out of the playoff once again. Um. Oh well. Shit happens when you party naked. 
Um, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, All right. I'll go back to your other favorite conference. Oh, yeah, the A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-C. Um, that might I actually got, be the conference somewhere, so be careful. <laughs> I, I'm going to pick uh, Cincinnati. Um, Homer. It's going to be pretty good. <laughs> uh, I do like Luke Fickle. Um, yeah, I think he's doing some good things. So, do you want to know how many more passing yards Desmond Ritter needs to take over the top spot from Gino? Good, 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 You're talking on school history? Yeah. What, 500? Uh, almost. Leader has 11,453. He's second with 6,900. So, yeah, so he's about 4,500 away. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not impossible in today's day and age as long as they play a full season. If they, you know, if they lose a game for COVID this year, then I don't think it'll happen. But he did. They had he had twenty three hundred passing yards last year. Ten yeah, and that's it though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they did run the ball quite a bit, but I guess rushing. I thought... Rushing, they have twenty one twenty four, so it's that's really even. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, what was yeah. The, what was his rushing stats for the year uh, last year? Uh, for he oh wait that doesn't make any sense. Uh, five or yeah, five ninety two, and he had twelve. Oh, that's his, wait, what? He was hmm. what? What? Oh, this shows lot two years ago. Okay. Yeah, he's got eighteen hundred rushing yards and twenty two uh, touch or touchdowns on the ground, and then sixty nine hundred and fifty seven through the air. So, in his career, he's add that up. It's 79 touchdowns and 7,800, 8,720 yards or so, all-purpose yards. So uh, that's a pretty pretty solid career. I wonder what the uh, like all-purpose um, yard leader is. So. You might have a chance at that one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think, so I'm, oh. but with them, I, is this the first first time ever they've had a uh, team from their conference in the top ten to start the season? For the AAC? Yeah. Maybe. I don't think UCF ever started the year there. Um, I don't, nothing else comes to mind. I don't think South Florida ever did when they were good a few years ago. So this what might are be they the highest. Right now, uh, the preseason they're eight. 
Okay. So well, nobody was in the top ten last year. Yeah. I mean, maybe there'll be a. Not in 2019. I think I think you're right. So I mean that's that's gonna help um, Cincinnati to start the year because um, obviously they return a lot of the players they had, um, and they have a I mean their conference still is not spectacular, mm-hmm. but they have it. They have a couple of decent non-conference games, and maybe they'll get a chance to, to work their way in the playoff. So, oh. um, if a Pac-12 team goes undefeated, they're going to beat them out, even though they rank below them, just because yeah. of the you know competition they play. But if Cincinnati goes undefeated, a couple losses here and there in the Big 12 and or um, the ACC or the you know the Pac-12, we got. You know, mix those conferences. They're you're they're gonna miss the playoff. Somebody is. So, um, and plus, if they beat Notre Dame um, towards the beginning of the season, they'll have that above them for Notre Dame's chances to get in there too. So, but yeah, because they play them beginning of October, so that'll be a good game. It's on NBC though, which is so wonderful. Um. And they also play Indiana a couple weeks before that, so a couple of good back-to-back games to really kickstart the season before conference play. So that's good. Uh, Indiana game will be interesting. So yeah, most that'll be a good test for both teams to see if the what happened last year is actually legit, or if it's if it was you know, full paw. So, uh-huh. but yeah, it would that would and if they didn't win the conference, it would be the biggest upset of any of the conferences this year. It's for the big time for the you know, big five six conferences. So, um, UCF may come back around. Um, Memphis may be all right. Obviously, they're they have a couple of good seasons mixed in there. Um. I can't say I know much about all these teams by any means, but um, Tulsa could be interesting. They had a good defense last year, so they might, you know, they might make some noise pulling upset or something. Um, SMU is another good team as well, so they got some some good competition to deal with, and uh, I think they play all those teams: Tulsa, SMU, UCF. Um, yeah, like I said, they play most of them, so, but, uh, do they have enough for, they had a conference championship game last year, didn't they? AC? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, Tulsa, uh, Cincinnati and Toll, so. That's right, that's right, yeah. So I thought they did, so. Um, I guess that's, that's kind of the tougher pick. Who do you have playing Cincinnati in the, the conference title? Oh, um, God. 
I'd like to see SMU. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, also Gus Malzahn being a first-year head coach, there's a lot of intrigue with that. Yeah. Um, for UCF. So it could be UCF, but I also think it could be SMU. Okay. No no love to Tulsa again this year? No. Not until <laughs> maybe they beat Oklahoma State. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, they're out, their defense carried them last year. Um, I mean, they still have a good amount of players coming back um, for them. So I think their defense is going to be good. You know, watch them. Maybe they pull an upset of Ohio State or something. I don't know where. But if they if they beat Oklahoma State beginning of the year, do you do you put them in that second spot then officially? Yeah, might as well. Right. So uh, they do not play. They don't play UCF this year. So that would probably help them. So they end the year at SMU. um, So that'll be a that could be a deciding factor for who gets into the conference title game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I I think their defense is going to be good. So I'll I'll put Tulsa in there right now as my second okay. team. So, I mean, they're still going to be. Uh, hopefully, their offense can can be better than what it was last year. And give their teams a chance, so. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's, I, that, that conference could also be boring to watch for a while, so. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. We will see. We so. will. Um, but I mean, other than that, is there, is there anything else you wanted to? No. Uh, there was a couple interesting um, I thought there was a couple interesting storylines um, football's getting like not just the, the college game obviously but pro football's preseason's getting underway so yep True. Um, we have we have started a, a fantasy football league with some people oh here. indeed yes, hey, I gotta yes. send you that money man We'll get there. We'll get there. So, uh, I'm not too concerned about it because we okay. haven't even hit week one. So get it to me when you can. Um, yes, sir. But uh, were you? I guess we can kind of recap that. Were you okay with the with the draft? Oh, I wanted Lamar Jackson. Damn it. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did not. Not like. Third round, definitely saw that. Second round, for sure. Just didn't expect him to get picked up by uh, the guy who drafted Pat Mahomes in our league. <laughs> so yes, someone someone in our league has Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So it is yeah. a it is a two quarterback league. So I mean, you can play both. I get it. Um, oh, it is. I yeah yeah. So I don't know who your second quarterback league is or second quarterback is. Look at it. Find my. So is this going to be a dynasty league or what? Um, I haven't done that yet because I'm. I gotta make sure I got people in the league and we're that are going to keep going year to year. So my second QB. Wait, which, I thought you said got, it was a 
Oh yeah, offensive player. Yeah, Joe Burrow. the super flex, super yeah. flex. So I like yep. what he did. So I mean, and he's he's not your starter, like your number one guy. So you got Kyler Murray. He's a good, uh, really good one. So and um, also got a Trey Lance in case he decides to turn out to be pretty be good. The guy. Okay. I didn't know you took uh, T.J. Hawkinson with Noah Fan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you took you took Tyler Higby too. Okay. I gotta I gotta have some I gotta have somebody in case some something happens. True. True. I was just really worried about uh uh getting a uh, making sure I have all my buys covered. I'm glad I I'm glad I'm not worried about uh, that. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I was, dude, I was surprised by some of mine. I got, I picked third and I got Aaron Jones in the second round in, uh, well, so what is that pick? 17? Mm-hmm. And that he's potentially, you know, top 10, top 12 pick in, in many leagues. So, and then I got Justin Jefferson in round five and he's round two, round three in many drafts too. So. I'm yeah, uh, I, my receiving core is legit. Because yeah. um, I got him, I got Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen, who are all top, potentially top 10 guys. And then I got some upside play in, in Robbie Anderson, and maybe, and then I got Henry Ruggs to see what happens, but he's a replacement. I can switch it out, so. I mean, I'm happy with mine. I got the Ravens defense and Justin Tucker. <laughs> so that's some fun. You got, you um, got your Ravens yeah. quota, so. Yeah. Uh, I like LaVisca Chenault as well. Um, yeah. And then Alvin Kamara. It's... Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. So your running backs are solid for your starters. Um, see what happens with the uh, the bye weeks come around for the running backs and things like that. But yeah, uh, not too not too bad. So I got uh, Javonta Williams as a. My fifth running back, he could be the starter in Denver and have a good rookie season. So, could be. Yeah, I waited on quarterback. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins. So, uh oh. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Uh, Tannehill could be top ten. Cousins could be top fifteen. I'm happy with that. So, and tight end, it is what it is. I want to pick the guy who I think could start in New England, but who knows? So. We'll see what happens. So, we are 10 days away. Yes, yes. And we will uh, make picks next week. Yeah. Week zero. Uh, oh, yeah, week zero, baby. And then we'll have our uh, SEC and Big Ten yes. uh, choices. Because week, week zero is only, what, six games or something? Yeah. 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 And I'll be in Champagne. Are you leaving Friday for that? Friday morning, yeah, we're driving. And driving out there? Yeah, it's about eight hours. Uh, you it's and the wife? Be, uh, just me and my dad. Your dad? Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. She can't, I mean, she was scheduled to go, but then the doctor was like, no, no travel. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, whatever. All right. Well, guys, we will see you at the same damn time, the same damn place, in the same damn state. Fuck Iowa. Go Huskers. Go Big Red. Screw the NCAA.
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Screw the NCAA hard. <laughs> Peace. Peace.